the abilities of the chips. Maybe they can uh, get some things taken care of in hardware that they do a lot of, for example. Yeah. Well, they did throw away all their old support, too, because I like lost a good third of my few Steam games that actually run on a Mac. They're like, sorry, that's a 32-bit game. I don't know what that does. Yeah, well, I mean, they've it... been doing that for years. Because I've had programs and stuff that popped up on mine. They're like, that's not going to work now. Like, we gave you like a four-year <laughs> grandfather period. I'm like, dudes, I can't change this shit. TFB. This is Travis, and today Chris, other Chris, and I are going to talk about our next book. I know you've been waiting on pins and needles to find out what we're reading this time, so let me end your torment and finally reveal... Yeah, it's Starship Troopers by Robert Heinlein. I know you had no idea, right? You go ahead and take a moment to regather your composure, a few deep breaths, then let's get back to my conversation with the Chris's already in progress. Yeah, they just threw away support for anything x64, basically. You have to do emulation, which is another abstraction layer. Yeah. Uh, slows everything down, right? This is this is what you need to remember, is that it's not going to be as quick as if it was running on an x64 chip. Right, right, um, right. You know, it, like, there's always a cost associated with that. And Apple is basically like our users, for the most part, are not going to notice or care. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. This is true. Yeah. Like, let's be fair. So, they also like to make your thing run slower when it gets older. Like we're mm-hmm. going to throttle your system because yeah. uh, well, that's to preserve like because your battery or something. Yeah. Yeah. Not to in- induce you to want to buy a new one. Well, Just I mean that. I mean, the thing is, like, like it, well, they're not wrong in doing that for some of it, but I, I mean, the thing is, if if you if you stress an old battery, like, uh, there is more of a chance that it's going to start to get bloated and maybe explode. So, yeah, you know, yeah. They, they're not completely off base in doing that. <laughs> like, it sounds bad. It, you know, like this no, is but maybe this is one like of those a things. Pop up windows, like, by the way, we're going to do this because. Yeah, I and mean, then people maybe, should be like, yeah, no, I feel like it. they should tell <laughs> but, you, but, like, uh, it, hey, we noticed your shit's older. But again, we're going to do this know, to help Apple, preserve it. Apple, Apple, their users are not technical people, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, you pop something hey. up like that, and the vast majority of <laughs> Apple users are going to still freak out. Like, yeah. like what does I this guess mean? they would. That's it, it's much. I wouldn't. It's but... much easier to just not tell them, and they <laughs> most of the time are not going to notice. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Yep. Just going to slip our vitamins in with our M and M's or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Little oh, pill <man>. pocket. <laughs> Till you start rejecting that. <laughs> Take it over in the corner half an hour later. <laughs> 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 Cough back up. Yep. Oh man. Uh I had a certified old man moment yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Because I uh, finally got around to sending out for our giveaway uh, at the beginning of the month. 
mm-hmm. uh, the pins that people want. The other yep. stuff I could just be like, have have it sent to them. Mm-hmm. This I had to actually go to the goddamn post office for. Uh, nice. So, uh, I had to learn how to write addresses to Australia, first of all. Uh, oh, yeah, that would be weird. They're basically the same. Basically the same, but you gotta They just you gotta have know. different postal codes, man. Well, on but the you gotta lo- write other stuff on there. On the envelope, it's fine. On the yeah. online forms, I'm like, which one of these is the pro? What is it? Province? Is it the? Well, they have st- states, but it's functions <laughs> like that. So I'm sure. I'm pretty sure a couple of them were like backwards. But anyway, the thing was, I had to take these to, get the, three months. to the post office, and there were these like you know little envelopes. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had like a three ounce pin in it. You know, our little mm-hmm. pin and a little slip of paper. I'm like, I just don't know how much postage you need for this shit. Like, yeah, I've tried sending it before, and one stamp wasn't enough. Yeah, so I no, went through the line. And I'm like, I just need to weigh this and figure out what it is because the self service machine is down. Yeah, and the ladies picked it up. It's like, oh, you can't send it like this. It's not flat. It's not flat. It has to be a package. I'm like, hmm, what? Why not though? It's like sealed up. It's She's like, no, sorry. But if you want to go over there and get one of these packages, you can buy them for like $3 or whatever, and then I'll send them that way. I'm like, you know what? No. Just just no. Give it back. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, went to the, day. I, I went to the other fucking post office where the self-service machine was working, and I just printed the postage there. So may never get there, but I was not to be right. put out by somebody. Being yeah. like, this is how I understand the post office works. You put the stamps on there, they send it. Like, yeah, only didn't they always tell us your kids you can ship a potato work. if you put enough postage on it, like, and an address? No. Yeah, see, no. see, part of the that's only guaranteed to work now. in America, Travis. <laughs> part of the problem, you're sending now. it elsewhere into other mail systems. No, no, part of the problem now is is that all of the shit's automated, and if you have something that's yeah. shaped like an envelope, it's going to try and go through the envelope part of the automated system. I think it's going to be fine. Which and your pin's <laughs> going to fuck it up. <laughs> exactly. I'm willing it, to fuck it up. It won't. Yeah, it won't about fuck the up the part. system. It's just going to dump your envelope off of the automated system and like yeah. shunt it somewhere else. Yeah. It it'll might... take like tw- it'll give it. It'll send it into because I watched a thing about this into like the little bins. Yeah. And they eventually get yeah. to a person to figure out. Yep. Yeah. And so like, it takes longer. Exactly. So like like you know it might sit in that bin for a week or two. Yeah, it's it might. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Nobody's like, like my... waiting at their mailbox, being like, "Shit, did it come?" No, no, uh, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they might be. Our, I, I do. Guarantee... Except our, our now I know when I get anything out there. Like you might live on a sheep farm, you know, oh, like yeah. in the middle of fucking nowhere. And this is gonna make yeah. his week. Exactly. Well, this is like me getting my. Uh, I this ordered. Is... He's going to have to drive 12 miles in a Jeep to get to the mailbox every day. And he's going to look, and he's going to be like, fuck. And when he gets it, he's going to put it squarely on his lapel and drive into town and show everybody he knows. Look. Mm -hmm. Dude, he's Australian. He came from America, mates. (laughs) He's going to pin it to his collarbone. He's going to pin it to his pectoral muscles. (laughs) (laughs) Stab it in there. He's gonna no. Nah, he's 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 gonna stick it through this the thong in his flip flop, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, That's where that'll it's work. Go. Yeah. Or to his. Hat. I'm waiting for a silver round I ordered from Israel. Oh. Like the beginning of the month, 
but it took forever to process it. And like they said, I guess I ordered it at the end of last month. So they made it for Israel just had its 75th birthday. It's, mm-hmm. So it's for that. It's got a special design. But yeah. uh, so they sent me, they processed it through and sent me a thing on the second being like, hey, your order's done. Here's your tracking number, all that shit. Should be good to you. We stick it in the post office. And I looked, checked it the other day, like, on the 17th. They're like, yeah, it's, like, made it to the airport. Like, it's waiting to leave. I'm like, oh, this is going to be another, like, Persian coins thing where it just sits at the airport for, like, two weeks <laughs> waiting for, like, its container to fill up or something. Because yeah. I shipped it EcoPost instead of, oh, like, yeah. paying $20 for See, better shipping or something. Yeah, whenever whenever I order stuff from, uh, um, uh one of the k-pop stores that i get things from um Mm -hmm. like yeah they they have their own like um pre-post shipping basically and so i i think they like gather everything in la for basically a month until they have a truckload yeah and then the truck is it basically just travels around making stops different post offices you know yeah basically down through texas and up through chicago yeah like you just have to wait for enough other people to order things i guess that's why you need to do it's weird how that works post on all your socials about how everyone else should buy this too just so you get it quicker be like get your xg bouncy balls or whatever oh yeah You got to make sure you get XG bouncy balls, man. 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 I was thinking of, like, uh, Bette Midler a long time in her show had a section where she just played with balls. <laughs> they were on a rope, and she, like, swung them around, like, kind of baton twirling, but she was like, yeah. you know what makes everyone happier? Balls. Yeah. Bring out the balls. Bette Midler, man. <laughs> <laughs> she was the original K-pop group. She <laughs> except the K was for kitsch. She was a classy lady. Is a classy lady. Yeah, man. I I do was not want is. to kill her off prematurely. <laughs> Bet Midler. I'm sorry. Yeah, she outlived Jerry Springer. So, oh my god, she did. Yep, yep, yep. And Dame Edna. Oh yeah, yep. Alas, that was last weekend. Alas, traveled in some of the same uh, circles. I bet. Dame Edna and Bette Midler. Oh, uh, hey, my <laughs> round made it to the U.S. Woo! Yeah, as yeah. of yesterday. One step closer. Received in the United States. Yeah. Now it has to so go So hopefully I should quarantine. have it by the end of the week. Now there... It might be. Now there... Last time uh, spent about you know, a week at the port. to check and that you're not money laundering. <laughs> I don't think one silver round worth 30... Hey, you never know, man. Actually, technically only worth like $25. Is uh, but there's more on the uh, premium you have to pay. Any any business that collects small amounts of money from overseas is potentially money laundering. In fact, that's the best way to do it: is lots and lots of small transactions. It's just like Superman, just round off the cents or whatever. Exactly. Right. It's harder to notice. Yeah, man. Fractions of a cents. Yeah. Uh, yeah. hey guys. Hey. 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 I got a What's completely up? random question for you. Okay. Hey, do you like bugs? Uh, bugs? Are, are bugs no, like one I of like your to... things that you don't like? Yeah, I like to to get rid of them. 
Yeah? Bugs. Do they bother you? They do. You know, like, I don't see a lot of them, honestly. Yeah? I see I them outside, and that's okay. That's where they belong. Bugs. Yeah. Do your, do your cats keep them away, more or less? I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> it's it's so weird, right? Like, um, uh, our house, uh, when they built it, they built in this, like, pest shield thing. Ah, nice. Oh. Um, well, like, what it is is, like, they, you know, pre-built in this sort of, uh, like, I guess a system that like an exterminator could use to protect the house. And it would basically Uh, just be like, rather than coming in and spraying everywhere or something like they just use this thing. Right. And every once in a while I get like a, you know, a a postcard or something that's like, Hey, you got this system in your house. You should like really do something with it. (laughs) Call an exterminator and like activate it. You know, Uh like actually I'm like, I've never seen a, fucking bug in my house yeah like like we get we get stink bugs or something every once in a while in the summer yeah we get those Um, in the fall and i just get them outside or smush them they don't really they're from the family but ours don't do don't smell as much thankfully or they don't see it coming so yeah and occasionally we get like a silver fish yeah something like that yeah kill those bastards (laughs) i mean they want to live in your clothes and eat them Ugh. Freaky looking, yeah. but anyway, like it's it's pretty weird. Like uh, unless unless uh, there is just an entire colony of termites or something in my house <laughs> that I don't know about. Yeah, it's it's like uh, so far I've had no pest control issues. Yeah, uh, and yeah. so yeah, bugs are fine. I'm fine with bugs. We're cool. mostly they're fine. Yeah. I'm with you. As long as they stay away from me. <laughs> Do your thing over there. Yeah, go be a bug somewhere else. Yeah, bug. Uh uh um what's his name from uh um Mighty Max? Oh shit, yeah. What was that guy's name? Rob Rob Paulson's friend the owl. Rob Paulson's friend the owl. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Hoopsburg? I don't know. Sharon would know. Sharon, call in and tell us the name of the owl from Mighty Max. (laughs) 555. Read books. (laughs) Thank you. Motherfucker. Mighty Max TV series. Let's go. Max. And that's it. He's the only character. (laughs) Virgil. It's Virgil. 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 Yep. A nearly omniscient luminarian whose appearance is that of an anthropomorphic fowl. Fowl? Not an owl, a fowl. I guess you would have to be very clear on that point. (laughs) Hey, Thor is in it. Oh, yeah? And Dr. Zygote. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on. Did you just cover something about Mighty Max I never knew? Oh, shit. (laughs) The enemy is Dr. Zygote. We're going to have to figure this out now. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, no. Professor Egbert Zygote. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) First appearance in Zygote's Rhythm. Oh, Hmm. 
Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, gonna have to rewatch this series. I feel like there may be hidden meanings in this. Yeah, you know, uh yeah. I Chris Ham. Surprised. Did you ever watch my Yes. Max? Uh yeah, a long time ago. Did you know one of his antagonists was Professor Egbert Zygote? No. <laughs> I did not recall that. I didn't know that either. Oh and I'm God. still really upset that I never... I had it in my hands once, but I decided to get something else. The big dragon set of his that existed that was a dragon head. Oh, um, man. Yeah. I, I had yeah, the big-ass cool mountain. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. I feel, I don't yeah. think I feel like the dragon head was like an island or something, but yeah. it came with a, a middle max, mighty max dragon figure. Nice. And I had it in my hands once from Venture, but mom was like, Adventure. well, we can get this, or you can get other this other thing, and I went with that. I don't remember what it is now. But, yeah. you know. We had some Polly Pockets laying around because of the daycare. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the, her little compact sort of looked like the pill, like. Yeah. It did, the some of them. It was supposed to feel pen. like look more like a mirror case. Well, but I mean, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, like you know, the two of them are basically the same toy, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, so I, I was wonder, just going to say Mighty Max some... was the boy's Polly Pocket. Like, did they I overlap? There's some, uh, I wonder if the Dr. Egbert Zygote has something to do with the <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. The... Habituating the little girls to carrying around cases of the pill. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so. Fighting the evil Dr. Zygote. Exactly. Well, don't worry, guys. <laughs> Mighty Max Your and granddaughters will never have to worry about, about that. Control. Speaking of, because I'm pretty sure like. the Supreme Court here will eliminate birth control at some point. So <laughs> they're going to outlaw Polly Pocket. Uh, yep. Don't say Polly Pocket in Florida schools. Yep. That that Charlie Day conspiracy theory, Jeff. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <It'd be> Sylvia. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, anyway. bugs, right? Don't like them, never I think, have. I think we established before the break that <laughs> mostly they're okay as long as they're elsewhere. Somewhere else. But yeah, where like, they belong, outside. I know that some belong inside, but I don't want to see them. Yeah, like little spiders are fine as long as they're up there. <laughs> yeah, and they don't come into my room because then I don't trust them not to climb on my face when I'm asleep. Yeah, yeah. Same I with... can't confirm that any ever have, but I don't want to take that risk. Yeah. Same with tarantulas, which you can see just kind of wandering around sometimes down Yeah, you here. live in a crazy place, so... Because um, you have, like, like, scorpions and shit, too. Luckily, I've never seen a scorpion. I don't, think, I don't know if they live in your part of Texas, but I know they're in Texas. Yeah. I'm sure they're, they're out more there, maybe southern. They're yeah. a little more towards the, the southern part, but yeah. that's one of the bugs where I'd be like, there's no uh, safe distance for me. Like, I will have <laughs> right. to go exterminate them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, tarantulas. Like Levi's had one or two track practices some sometimes where it's just, you know, random tarantula on the on the track with them. And his coach has to go punt them away. Yeah. But, you know. Ugh. I'm glad yeah. I don't live in a place where tarantulas are. <laughs> yeah. So, random tarantulas might be yeah. a band name. And they do like. they do certain things that I just do not abide. Like if yeah. you've ever seen a gif of them like molting like the little thing they do with their legs to get their old skin off. Oh, don't like it. No, it's okay. I know they serve a function, but well, it's like, I don't want to see. You them. know, it's it's like if you got really tight pants on. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. You just gotta kind of like. Uh, it's kind of. 
Gotta lay down on the bed to get it off. <laughs> yep. Wiggle out of them. <laughs> Cut yourself out. Yeah. Uh, and also silverfish when I was a kid. Because when I was a kid in Missouri, my my bedroom was in the basement. So we'd always get silverfish. Oh, you'd get them. Yeah. Like, especially in the bathroom and like near my toothbrush. Oh. I'm like, ah! So... So silverfish are cool as long as they're nowhere I can see them. Right. Yeah. 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 Don't like them. Bugs are just yeah. so alien to us. I think that's why we don't like them. Even though they're older than most of us. Like, their ancestors are older. Right. Yeah. But maybe that's why I don't like them. They're so first life forms. They don't share the yeah. ancestry with the fish like we do, so. <laughs> they're weird looking. <laughs> Why you got this I do understand our aversions to like spiders and shit, because some of them are dangerous. Yeah. So our ancient ape ancestors were like, "Fuck that shit," and passed it down <laughs> to us. So same they with They basically snakes. walk on erections, guys. Like their legs I, just basically work like boners, yeah, and they don't have they like totally the same do. kind of muscles. They have like contracty <laughs> tissues, and they're just so weird. Yep. <laughs> like they have too many eyes, too many legs. They don't have similar body systems. Yeah. Like, they're just too weird, and I think that's why we don't like them. Right. That's why I think a propaganda campaign against bugs would be really effective. <laughs> it probably would. Sign Wait up to go minute. kill the fuck out of bugs in space. Clendathu. I mean, I, it, you know, they, they kind of fucking did during the 70s, didn't they? <laughs> Kind they of. had a good campaign. I will say that DDT was good for killing off a lot of shit for a long time. Yeah. That's why we didn't have bed bugs for like 50 years. We almost eliminated mm. them. Yeah. And then they came back because we stopped spraying DDT, so they had generations to rebuild their numbers and become an issue again. Right. So. Yeah, but I don't care about spots on my apples. Give me the birds no. and the bees, please. Well, I wanted them to survive. Apparently you can use it in small doses because they do, in small sprays, because that's what they do in Africa. They use it for mosquito yeah. control still. They just yeah. don't They just don't drive trucks through neighborhoods, like, spewing clouds of it all the time. I'm like, yeah. maybe that, maybe that maybe was that the problem. Maybe that specific part was the, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Like, maybe you shouldn't do it that way, but you can use it for other stuff in small applications. You know, turn off the sprayer when you see the kids walking on the sidewalk next to the truck, you know? No, apparently that was fine. Just douse your kids in DDT. Yeah. <laughs> Like, parents would be like, oh yeah, kids, go chase after those trucks. Get that DDT. Get Strengthen it, get your it, immune system. Yeah, get it into your system. Get it system. in your pores. Pull it deep into your lungs. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. Deep breaths. Wow. Yep. Yeah, so, new book, right? Uh-huh. New book. Starship Troopers. I'm looking guys, forward like, to the fascism. Ooh, that's the version I got. Listen, guys. I have a bugs. different version. Mine is the... Barnes and Noble double collection edition Ooh. in the what, in the, the faux other? leather case. Uh, Stranger in a Strange Land. Ooh, that's a very good book. Yeah, yeah. Starship Troopers. Perfect. Ooh. The vintage VHS. Yes. You gonna watch it that way? Do you still have a nope. tape player? Nope. Okay. It's just for the thumbnail. Nice. It was a dollar <laughs> on eBay. So. Nice. Oh wait, I mean you can't beat that. <laughs> just put it, it on looks... your shelf as a collectible. Yeah, all the like DVD covers look too nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not how I remember this movie, but <laughs> so yeah, I think we've all seen the movie at least once. But 
Mm-hmm. Have we ever I read this like, book? A couple I feel times. like we were at an age Neither. where it was like necessary viewing, you know, right? When it came out, it was, right. and they made action figures, and I remember the bug toys and shit. And like, and like, that's the really <laughs> fucked up thing about it is, is like, man, like I, I don't know, I don't know what it is, right? Uh, but like, you know, stuff like this and RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. it's where it's like this is this is like deeply satirical adult shit. Yeah, it is. And then and kids. then they're like action figures. <laughs> yes, kids are gonna love it. Kids are gonna love hey, this kids. rated R movie. Yeah, it's yep. like and it's it's like they're not gonna understand fucking. That I'm not allowed we're to see to yet say. at that time. <laughs> right, but it's gonna like, be look awesome. spacemen. Yep. Space so stuff like, and alien bugs. Yeah, so it's them. like it's like hilarious because you know it works on the one level as like ah oh, cool blowing shit up and killing bugs or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. and then it has the other level uh, where you actually watch it and understand what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we will, and I feel like that grows over this. time too in your life experience. Yeah, like yeah. you're gonna understand it differently at twenty than you do like at our age. Right, because you're going to identify more with, like, different life stages, and also, like, you're going to have different priorities at different times in your life, right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like, back in 1997, my priority was the shower scene. Oh, yeah. (laughs) My God. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) That was the only commentary I cared about back then. (laughs) Right. Like they're all in there together. Would you together? like to see what more the of the, the showers? Future. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is this is how it has to be in the military now. You know. Uh huh. It's just how it has to be. There's no. Hey, other you're way all to equal. Do that. You're all grunts. Who cares if you have tits or not? Yeah. Well, I mean, I my understanding is that is kind of very much how the U.S. military is now. Yeah. Is like I still don't think they encourage co-ed, co-ed showering, but. No, no, not not quite like that, but still <laughs> not that like, far. But the rest but, of it, but yeah. Still You're like, all equal. Oh, y- y- like you need to take a piss. Like, uh, well, I saw some bushes. Like, you know, <laughs> get 300 to meters that way. Like, you yeah. can yep. go take a walk and yep. You know, I'll tell people your you're business. over there, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, like, I also didn't realize that this book, first of all, at 14, I didn't realize it was based on anything at all. I was just like, again, shower right. scene and alien bugs getting mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. But That's all you need. Uh, I didn't realize this was written by Robert Heinlein. Yeah. Right. Same. I didn't know like, that either. What the hell? I expected to be some trash science fiction guy, but no. Nope. Well, that is, again, because because uh, at that point, you didn't you didn't pick up the deeply satirical part of it right <laughs> right like, like if, right if you only take away murdering bugs then it does feel really pulpy yeah mm-hmm. oh, and to be fair my science fiction catalog at that point wasn't that deep yeah mm-hmm. it was like douglas adams at that point so i mean that's not a bad place to start though <laughs> and that was it <laughs> no <laughs> right oh man so yeah uh robert heinlein whose middle name is anson by the way Mm-hmm. Born in 1907 and died in 1988. Uh, apparently, he's the one who coined the term speculative fiction. So yeah, he is yeah. therefore a pioneer in hard science fiction. Yes, yes, that he is. 
And we've mentioned this already, but he's written books that you have definitely heard of, like Stranger in a Strange Land. And mm-hmm. The Moon is a Harsh Mistress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this one, Starship Troopers. But I didn't know he was born in Butler, Missouri. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I was just going to say, like, isn't he from Missouri? Yeah, just kind of south-ish of Kansas City. So mm-hmm. maybe he's related to our friend Butler's son. Maybe. She's in Kansas City and is named Butler. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well. That's how names work, right? Pretty much. Right. She's probably the I mayor. I think, though, her family's from <laughs> north of Kansas City, so. Well, okay. Then I guess it's completely different. You never know. It could be a yeah. great, great grandfather Let's ask named her. Butler. Named Butler on the way up there or wherever, something like that. Maybe it was one yeah. of the Butler line from Artemis Fowl. Could be. Where they are a butler and their last name is Butler. Hmm. Anyway. So he was the third of seven children. Jeez. And they mentioned that they often commented that his family had fought in every American war. So I pictured so he's uh, like Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan. Dan. Lieutenant yeah. Dan. Yeah. yeah, with the <laughs> yeah. Dying, in dying in battle in every war. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, he graduated from a central high school. Not okay. our central high school. Not ours, but yeah. It was okay. in Kansas City. Uh, and then he had to beg a state senator to get into the Naval Academy because his older brother was already enrolled. And they're like, we don't like having two ah. brothers at the same time. Yeah. Like, that's not that's good for weird. the family if you both die. Right. So. Uh, well, they wouldn't send them off to fight at the same Well, I guess they did back then. I don't think they come up with that rule yet. Yeah, I don't know. Um... So he ended up getting married three different times, the lengths of each marriage growing at an exponential curve. So first was a year, then 15, okay. and then the rest of his life. Oh, well, hey, there you go. Finally got it. Yeah. And his third wife, the one who stuck, Ginny, was like his model for his intelligent and fiercely independent female characters. So, mm. Oh, cool. He married a Danielle, and then he's like, that's cool. I'm going to make her my main female character in every book, but I use one in... Yep. Uh, so eventually he got discharged from the Navy because he had tuberculosis and was actually bedridden uh, for a long time. And he's like, this bed sucks. You know, it'd be yeah, cool yes. if my bed was made out of water. Whoa. So he designed uh, one of the first water beds. Crazy. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that. So all the sleazy guys in the 70s and 80s can thank Robert Heinlein. Right. Leopard print water beds. Nice. Like, probably would have told them to like suck it up and be a man or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he also even worked for Upton Sinclair's campaign for the governor of California, which again I didn't know that Upton Sinclair oh, did anything cool. other than write the Jungle. The Jungle? Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't know he lived long enough into the 20th century to like run for governor of California. Yeah, yeah. But um, Mr. Heinlein never made, or he ran for state assembly, but never made it out of the Democratic primary. So. Mm. When mm. politics didn't work out, he's like, well, shit, I gotta pay my mortgage somehow. So, yep. wrote, wrote some books. Guess, like, guess I'll be a classic be science a... fiction author instead. <laughs> I guess yeah. I will write 32 right. novels. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Just, that's just what you do, I guess. <laughs> 32 novels, it says 59 short stories, and there's something like 16 different collections. So, yep. Jesus. Wow. He's very prolific. Very yeah. prolific. Uh... He won four Hugo Awards when he was alive. 
and then won seven more retroactively. So <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah, this cool. guy has to have set some kind of records or something for this shit. <laughs> Apparently, he's the best. Um, yep. Apparently, he's also nominated for four Nebulas, um, and a lot of his books were also published after he died. So that could be why he got retroactive Hugo's for them. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah. Um, also, like, there's a lot of discussion in everything I was doing in my research about, like, well, is this guy a fascist or what? Like, <laughs> he seems to have written That's about, That's all like, I've really ever heard about him, that he had, like, yeah. maybe a soft spot for fascism, but maybe not. Yeah. He could have just been like, an extreme American. Yeah. And it kind of bumps up against each other, but he wouldn't actually have supported any kind of real fascism in real life. Yeah, like, I don't know. A lot of, when I was reading, I'm like, you can you can write about fascism without liking it. Right. Yeah. I feel like, like some stuff I've heard is just like he really liked the military and like yeah. being in the Navy and shit. So he just yeah. brought that into his life and into his, his uh, writings. He liked the right. discipline and the organization and stuff like that. So right. we'll find out, I guess. Yeah. You know, the like, like. We'll we'll see, I guess, like the the different takes. Of the book yeah. and the movie uh-huh. on fascism. Uh-huh. Uh it's it's very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, that that's going to be uh I think one of our main talking points. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is this is going to be a big part of this. But yeah, like uh uh definitely definitely somebody who's been accused of being a, a fascist sympathizer, we'll say. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and like a lot of discussions seem to be like, well, we have to define him this way so I can decide whether I like him or not. Like, yeah, like, why he's do a dirty you, fascist, do we... like you don't have to like him, like, or whatever. Like, could you? It's like, could we just like do we, listen to his ideas? Like, right? Like, I, you know, if if I I feel like the people who are saying this kind of shit, like they maybe did not read his other work. <laughs> I don't know. People complaining about something they didn't mm-hmm. read. Yeah, say so, it ain't so. Maybe, maybe go read "Stranger in a Strange Land." Yeah, and see if you still think he's a fucking fascist. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there are some people out there, certain uh, brands out in the world that are like, that's definitely like their their writing is their whole political message. Yeah, but not everyone falls into that camp. I don't think. Right. Some people are just yeah. like, well, here's an idea out there. Yeah, Let's exactly. explore it. Not like... Right. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, and they even mentioned Stranger in a Strange Land as being, like, one of the influential books for the free love movement in the 60s or whatever. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. It was. And, yeah. like, he did, he did run for Democratic office, so, I mean... But that meant different these, things back then, These too. are signs. These are signs and signals that maybe he's a complicated guy. Right. Yeah. Like, I've just... never been a fan of you can boil people down to one thing and that's yep. all you need to know about them. I'm like, that's not how humans work. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and they talked about in, in this book, which was published in 59, uh, mm-hmm. they talk about it being his response to the United States supporting nuclear tests mm-hmm. and exploring big themes about militarism and like moral decline and killing the fuck out of bugs. Yep. Which, as we've okay. discussed before, is cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really neat. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, 
Um, I guess this was originally published as a series, as Starship Soldier. Makes sense. Uh-huh. Which seems yeah. pretty common for yeah. stuff from this era. They like do it as a serial, yeah. and then people are like, yeah. all right, I'd like to have them all at once. Publish it in right. a magazine and then collect it. And it gets on. to be a book. Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, they have this, a lot of the same accusations about this book because there is a fascist society in it. So, yep. Yeah. You can, you can read the book maybe and decide if you think that that's a, a good commentary or a bad commentary, right? It sounds hard though. Critical like, thinking. Uh, Come on, Chris. That's not what yeah. we're about anymore. I don't like. No, it has to be a sound bite that I can easily digest on TikTok. It's yes, it's one of those it's one of those things. Like I had a a teacher in high school, uh, Travis. You may remember may may know who I'm talking about. Hmm. Um, Potentially. But like, uh, he was the one that did our um, like current events, and he did our uh, like civics type class. You know, and he had a way of talking to the students mm-hmm. um, with, with confidence and ease. Yeah. And convincing them to agree with basically anything. Interesting. And so he would, he would occasionally say some shit like during our, during our U S civics class, like, you know, uh, a good emperor is really the best form of government, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. because they get shit done, uh-huh. right? As long they... as you got a trustworthy emperor, everything's fine, you know. Ah, but that's I the mean, and there. like we should, uh, you know, we should just go back to that. We should just, you know, find a good emperor and get them in place. And everyone in the class is like, "Yeah, that sounds pretty good." <laughs> like and and you know like the three people that do think critically in the class are like dude what the fuck they're like wait like, a what's minute going, like hang on and wait like, was mm-hmm. this the same teacher that uh used frank miller's 300 for our student council or is this a different teacher this is a different teacher mm. i think so i'm i'll cut it out like because we're trying to not say his name it was it oh yes yeah yeah <laughs> that was the one who read 300. Okay. And when he was teaching about the Grecian and the Battle of Thermopylae, like, used every quote. So when I yes. saw the movie, I was like, I know this already. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Edit over. Like I said, like, like could convincingly say just about anything in that class. Yeah. Pretty and, much. Pretty much. And, like, students would go with it, and it's like, uh, you don't know what his actual beliefs are because he'll just spout fucking anything. Yeah. Well, just he made to, a, just to a get point the about that too. Is like he's like, I'm not going to say what my political leanings are in this class, but you know, you might be able to figure it out, but probably not. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the movie, right? That's what mm-hmm. we're all here for, really. So directed by Paul Verhoeven, indeed of Again, RoboCop calling fame. Out that RoboCop connection. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, the cool thing about RoboCop, uh-huh. famously set in Detroit uh-huh. and filmed in Dallas. Yeah, I, I recall oh, that. Really? Yeah. If you look I at some of the that. highway scenes, you can clearly see Reunion Tower in the background. And yep. You didn't even try. Nope. <laughs> Did not even try, Paul. But yeah. So the all movie, American cities look the same. It's fine. Yeah, except yeah. when you like, you wouldn't put the fucking arch in there and be. Like, <laughs> 
Whoa. Canada has it's established Detroit. that all of them want to stay. <laughs> Welcome to Detroit, home of the arch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, I mean, but, you know, if you watch Escape from New York, like, he does walk through Union Station. So, I mean... <laughs> Like, he does. Well, I he did escaped. know that. Like, <laughs> but like, it's Union like Station the of the seventies when it was scary. Where the plane crashes is like very close to where the uh, Schlafly Tap Room is downtown yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He escaped. You watch Escape from New York, and you're like, I, I know all of these places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Escape from St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. And just like. If if you're gonna film a uh, you know Mind a Hunter with like a like a burned out wasteland, it's really it's great to go place. somewhere where they just yeah. had a bunch of riots. And and Dallas in the eighties also was a great place to film like wasteland type downtowns. So yeah, it works. It works. Um, when they filmed that first version of a Hannibal Lecter movie in the eighties, they filmed that in like North St. Louis as well. Oh yeah, like Mind Hunter or whatever what it was yeah. called with Gil Grissom yeah. in it. Yeah, the guy who played Grissom. Yeah, well, like that's a uh, Hannibal Lecter story. The Red Dragon book. Took that's place that's actually partially. Red Dragon, isn't it? Yeah, Red Dragon at least partially took place outside of St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. Like they so went to Lambert Airport Dragon. and yeah, went to St. Charles. I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. I know that place. You do. Um. Anyway, so the movie, yes, was originally yes. a whole different project called Bug Hunt at Outpost Seven. Uh huh. Until someone's oh, yeah. like, you know, it's pretty similar to this one book I read once. Like, maybe we should rework work this yeah, to not get, like, that. plagiarism claims. <laughs> right, right. So, um, and unlike the book, which was pretty positive when it first came out, like, this movie was, like, very critically panned. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I come on. I don't think people really understood <laughs> that it's a satire well, on propaganda. Well, again, it's, it's yeah. the same thing with RoboCop, right? Uh-huh. Paul Verhoeven makes these movies that are like very tongue in cheek, you know. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. like that's kind of the whole thing. And a lot of people, mm-hmm. yeah, they only see the surface of it. They don't. Right. They don't see the like wink at the camera. Right. And, like. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't feel like that. I mean, probably by '97 it was a little more of a thing, but it didn't seem as as to happen as often back then. Yeah. Or I don't know, maybe it's just the Tyson movies I saw back then, but it does kind of stand out as being like, you gotta think a little harder than just runny-shooty. Yeah. Like, like when uh, the cadet's head accidentally gets blown off, maybe you're supposed to be like, oh shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, that was weird. But Yeah, or like, or like, you know, some people watching it, like, that was awesome. Right? <laughs> like, Whoa! That was totally sweet. <laughs> Do you see like, his head explode? <laughs> <laughs> no, you like yeah, you're you're maybe supposed to see that and be like, uh oh, they are in like actual mortal peril, like yeah. from this yeah. moment on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. any one of them could die at any moment and like uh nobody seems all that affected by it. Right. Right. Yep. Even in training when you're supposed to be like safe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it was only the uh, 34th highest grossing film that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, made like 121 million on release. So yeah. one of these movies where 100 million is probably a, a loss. But yeah. But since then, since then it's become like a cult fan favorite. And they yes. made like mm-hmm. four sequels so far. 
<laughs> Although it feels like it's about time that they did another, like with all these reboots and shit going yeah. around. <laughs> and also Probably. there's like TV shows for kids I remember watching oh on God. Saturday morning and like video games that they're still releasing, like they did an RTS this year, so Yeah. So yeah. It's 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 found its place in pop culture fandom, but Yeah. Plus the shower scene, like Yeah. Yep, that's all you need to worry about. It's, so yes, know. I'm very excited to watch it again. It's been probably, I don't know, 15 or 20 years the last time I saw it. But. Uh-huh. Neil Patrick Harris, though. Oh, yeah. Right? He's going to as look. As a fucking dick, man. Yeah. Which He's going to totally gaslight us. Man. Yep. He's... Well, because he got sent through officer school really quick, so. Uh-huh. Yup. And, uh, like, uh, fucking Blanche is going to teach us biology. Mm-hmm. Rue McClanahan's going to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Michael Ironsides. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can yell at me. <laughs> He's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> anyway. But first, we've got to read the goddamn book. Yep. I am oh, interested in hopefully learning more about how their society works. I'm sorry, I'm off brand. So. First, we've got to read the fucking book. The no. Fucking yeah, we do. It's not, not RTGDB. Like, that's too many letters. <laughs> looking at it, it's not incredibly long. My version that's is good. 100 and... I'm oh, sorry, 274 pages. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of one of these ones where, like, all the chapters are pretty short until one big chapter at the end. Yeah. Ah. There's, like, chapter 13 is, like, 61 pages. So yeah. it kind of looks the like... important stuff. Uh, it would divide pretty well into two as far as the pages go. Yeah. So, if we do that, then we'd need to read up through chapter nine. Okay. That's 135 pages. Okay. And then the last ones is just 10 through 14, so. But everything apparently happens in 13. Crazy. Yeah, the... uh, you know, it it's pretty common, I think, to have that sort of chapter structure for these uh, serialized, just because yeah. like each chapter would have been like a release into a magazine. Yeah, and then the last one is probably like uh, after serialization, like we need to close out the story. Yeah, I could see that. Or like the season finale, double issue. Like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um. So we can figure out when to meet again and talk about it. Uh, we're out of out of town next weekend, but weekend after that, I think, is open. From there. You know I can't read all that many pages that fast anyways, Travis. So. No, 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 no. Uh, So anyway, I'm excited. It's going to be good. Or yeah. it won't, but yeah, the movie so. will be good. So mm-hmm. <laughs> It's going to be yeah. big. Delve into this classic of science fiction. It'll be good. You'll like it. You might finally meet your um, your annual goal, other Chris. Daniel might be like, what the fuck was this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's liked a few of these that we've been doing lately. So. I know. You're corrupting yeah. her slowly. Yeah, yeah apparently. <laughs> I 
I'm still I, just I feel I'm like this is pretty positively floored by this playing is, to the apes. Okay, this is this is a this is a um, this is a question that I'm going to have. I'm going to set this up right now because okay. because we have talked about uh, Starship Troopers is a movie that works on two levels. If yeah, if you're that type of person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it is like you know an over the top fucking action movie mm-hmm. about like you know nudity and violence and exploding bugs mm-hmm. and right you know and military and military yeah so it's like all of this stuff that looks like very glorified right yeah mm-hmm. and then you have the other part which is like dark and satirical and like critical of fascist society and the military right mm-hmm. like that's right. that's the thing so uh which which part of that will Danielle see? Ooh, that's is an interesting question. Know. How will Good she question. see the movie? Yeah. Is, is she gonna wanna... see it on the surface level or is she going to see the 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 satire of it? Alright, I'm taking predictions now. <laughs> I think this could depend on her mood I'm... and how tired she is. Yeah. That's honestly very valid. Yeah, if she's tired, she's not going to put that much mental energy into it, and just going to see the surface shit. Yeah, yeah. So. But but based on based on some of the stuff we've watched, like, do you think she will like it for the surface shit? Yeah, I don't know. you know, that's like Chris was saying. The wild card here is that I never expected her to like watch all of Planet of the Apes. I'm like, this yeah, is gonna be yeah, too old, like too stylized and weird. Yeah, yeah. She really so liked she it. Might. So. I yeah. think I think having Neil Patrick Harris in there, she'll be like, all right. Yeah. I think so, too. I know these people. This is fine. Yeah. Right. I think like you're right silly, to but say, it's fine. It, we'll probably have to watch it at night after the kids go to bed. So depending on how <laughs> yeah. tired she is, she will either yeah. be like, this is really weird and I don't get it. But she also like really hates fascism. Yeah, mm-hmm. and is all over all the political Twitter all the time, and like yeah, yeah, talking about uh, you know people in government who she wants to Thanos snap. So yeah, so <laughs> right, so the, she could so pick question, up on it almost right away. Probably, yeah, she could. I yeah, I mean, I I guess the question still is is uh, will she pick up that this is a negative portrayal of fascism or not? Mm, because okay. because I think that was the problem a lot of other people had with the movie yeah, when it came out. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So that I'm gonna be, put my be, I don't know my prediction down after both of you, so I don't want to influence it. Okay, <laughs> okay. All right. You're the one so. who would know best, so obviously uh-huh. it is. Well, I mean, but you know, you can be too close to something to see it well. So yeah, yeah. you know. Okay, I'm taking predictions. I'm writing these down. Okay. What do you say, other Chris? I'll anonymize these when we tell her about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know. <laughs> uh, um, I think I think she's going to pick up that it's a, that that it's a negative thing. I think that it's not going to be too long into the movie before she says something along the lines of. That's really fucked up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Like I'll wait wait for that key phrase. Drop yeah, the duck down. Yeah. Yeah. Like like uh 
Yeah, like the the kid in in uh, in boot camp who gets shot in the head or something, or like it it might even be as early as like the you know a propaganda message, right? Them talking about how you earn your citizenship, right? And like like that might be an early key that uh, maybe things are not uh, super kosher here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris, what do you say? I think she'll pick up on it. It might take her a little while. She's tired, but I figure by at least halfway through the movie, she'll have picked up on it. And yeah, it could be super early. We'll see. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if she thinks Casper Van Dien is attractive or not because. Mm If she does, then that's going to cloud her judgment. <laughs> 90s Casper Van Dien is. I don't think he is now, but... Um, yeah, I I think you're right. I think she'll also be like, yeah, this is stupid. Like, why would you... I would be the one to, like... I guess I'm not a citizen of whatever it is. Yeah. South, mm-hmm. America. South right. America. Well, it's just the whole world. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's the Earth's government, but they are in Argentina. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, she's like, I wouldn't have even signed up. <laughs> yeah. But you know they've all been highly Americanized since he's, at least in the movie, he's Johnny Rico. Johnny yep. Rico. Yep. So. Football star. Yeah. Superhero. <laughs> yep. All right. So. I've recorded those for later. <laughs> we'll see how how it goes. I'll take special right. notes for it. Right. <laughs> anyway. Probably uh, she'll be like, I really liked it. I ca- I like the messaging about how it's all against this shit. She's gonna be like, <laughs> so we're like, yeah, I, enli- now, you know. I enlisted. I'm gonna be an officer. <laughs> 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 I thought it was great. Yeah, I joined Space Force. This is this is, this is <laughs> yeah. When, that's what we should do. This is when Danielle leaves the family. And <laughs> yeah. joins the like I said, she joined Space Force. She goes off to fight bugs. Yep. yep. She's ready. We watched some of that Netflix show, so she's ready. Ready to go. Cool. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, do you guys have anything else that's good? Oh, jeez. No, just eagerly counting down the uh, days till the end of school since Woo. I've been kicked from my wonderful high school perch. Woo! And I'm back into the terrible minds of sixth grade. Oh no! Ugh. It's been awful. So. Well, summer, yes. Middle sixth grade, no. Right, but we got like. 20-something days left. Nice. At this point, we're. Sp- I think our last week is for the kids is in the first week of June. Yeah. Ours is so. coming up pretty soon also, and, like, apparently for the, the elementary school, like, they've taken their star test, and so there's nothing left to do. Oh, yeah. yeah we like, don't what have, are you guys we doing for the yet. last month? Like, Yeah, because we have our testing at the end of May and the beginning <laughs> of June time frame. They're Go in and look at each other. around the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Watching, like, Five Nights at Freddy's on YouTube. I don't know. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> That's when I email Mr. James to block YouTube for them. So, <laughs> I have done that before. Yeah. It's kind of nice, because the kids don't know I've done it until I hear, Oh, man, the YouTube's not working! I'm like, I'm supposed to be watching it anyway. And you're like, yeah, I'm like oh, you're no, supposed I supposed to be paying attention happened. to your math teacher or doing your assignments, not yeah. being on YouTube. Yeah. Like, why did Mr. James do that? I'm like, because I told him to. <laughs> I have done that. I was like, because I emailed him telling you guys were on YouTube and asked him to block it for you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, oh man, you're mean, Mr. Ham. Like, yes, 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 I am. I am. <laughs> I take pride in being mean when it comes to this stupid ass shit you do all the time. <laughs> so that's so, your told... that's your what else is good is being <laughs> yeah. mean to children. Yep. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ruining their day. Because <laughs> they're doing dumb shit. No. They're not supposed to be doing it. They fucking know this by now. I've told them every day since the end of August, and they're still doing it. Yeah. So I have no sympathy for them when it comes to that stuff. Because they know they shouldn't be doing it, and they know that's the risk they're taking. Yeah. So. Yeah. I do have sympathies, of course, when it's normal things or if someone's being mean to them. Yeah. Shit like that, but not right. when they're doing dumbass stuff. Right. Then, then I'm like, you got what you deserve. <laughs> like, this is your lesson to learn not to do this, since clearly your parents won't teach you that. Yeah. Then it falls on us to do it, and this is how we have to do it, so. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It is. But the uh, good part stuff, so yeah, I've got that silver round coming. Ooh. I got some more... Some more that I ordered a couple weeks ago that I had to wait until the uh, latest Seven Wonders piece came in. So I'm getting the Mausoleum at Halicarnassus. Yeah. As well as a uh, my first fractional gold coin that's coming. Ooh. I branched off into gold a bit for funsies and Ooh. safekeeping. Yeah. Because it's, it's Just... hard if I want to save some money to spend it as a gold coin. Right, because yeah. then I have to go through extra steps, so it's a little easier than to keep it long term. Because <laughs> I'm not going to want to do that frivolously. Plus, all the late yeah. night shows want you to invest in gold anyway. They do. Well, it it is a store of of money. Like yeah. you can do that until they gold capture have... a until they capture a, an asteroid. It could still gold. serve that purpose. It'll just go back down <laughs> to more like the value it was back in the like the the fifties when we had it pegged. I mean it. It but really, it was still the purchasing it, power, though equivalent, won't be the same. It okay. really depends on the size of the asteroid because it's it's possible yeah. we could get one that has like uh, the same amount of gold as the entire Earth or something in it. Right. Like, literally double our supply of gold. Yeah, and it'd be, we'd be wise <laughs> to do that at some point. But yeah, you know, kind of. But this it. one, this one is done as a strictly. It's an Austrian one because mm-hmm. they restrike. Um, gold coins from the end of the Austro-Hungarian Empire mm-hmm. for bullion coins. So it's an 1892 8 florin slash 20 francs. So it's to the 20 gold franc standard mm-hmm. and whatnot. And the actual 1892 ones are have are worth more because they're actual historic. But these are just like I said, restrikes. But they use the same design because that was how they got around. Uh, for a long time, they had like like us and a bunch of other countries. They had laws that said you couldn't own gold and shit like that so they did this as a workaround because then you could own like in austria like here in the u.s you had to turn in all your shit doesn't matter how old it was you had to turn in all your gold past a certain amount but in austria they had it grandfathered oh if you have like like coin collectors and stuff like that like if you have old coins you can keep those so they just started uh minting these like the austrian mint is like well you know what we know there's a market for bullying here so here we're going to give you an 1892 coin that's the old one so you're good got Link. it so <laughs> and they've been doing that anyways like the maria Teresa taylor the uh-huh. silver one that's been they've been restriking that since she died in 1780 for uses trade coins yeah. so they just borrowed from that tradition they still make those too you can get a new one every year oh wow. if you want a maria Teresa taylor that's their silver bullion but so i'm gonna be curious to see this one 
so when they when they restrike it, does it have that original year on it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you know what year they did the restrike? You don't. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> awesome. carbon dated. Uh, the real ones will have some like the Maria Teresa ones. Since ever since she died, they had like these little cross swords X after the year. Yeah. So that's uh, how you know it's a restrike. And I'm thinking uh, the I gold see. ones have something like that somewhere too. I see. Because I think An like asterisk. what I've seen is like a little star on the front underneath yeah. the portrait of Franz Joseph. So I'd be curious to see if that wasn't the indicator that that's a restrike. So they you don't know what year it was restruck in, but you know it's not an actual 1892. Yeah. So very tiny in the corner it says JK. <laughs> replica really big across the front but that's also why they don't have to put like Not like if they made this here they sale. would have to put like copy on it somewhere yeah yeah so yeah. but they're like oh this is our thing so you can look it up you know it's not a real 1892 but it right, is right. the same weight and the same gold standard and all that stuff so that's and cool. it looks cool yeah it does it still looks at cool. the uh later portrait of Franz joseph Emperor Franz Joseph on it, mm-hmm. and they used an interesting font on it. Like they're like they had a really cool like they're trying to do different stuff with coins and they redid their coin system in like nineteen hundred. Yeah. So they made a bunch of different sizes of gold ones and they use like some different design and fonts depending on what was in at the moment. Yeah. At that time, so because we need to see it in person. That's supposed to be arriving on Wednesday, apparently, mm-hmm. according to my tracker. Nice. So. Along with the Halicarnassus. So I think that means I've got one more in the World Seven Wonder series that this site does of silver rounds. Yeah. Yeah, because I just got the Great Pyramid last month. Ooh, so now you have a granary in every city. Yes, I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that took me a second. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I think so. They did Halicarnassus. Now just, they just have the. Statue of Zeus, and I think that's it. Oh, I, I forget what that all. gives you. Uh, I don't know, bragging rights somewhere. No, my, the Great Wall of China gave me a wall person. around every city, and they on... changed it, and they changed that stuff for each edition. They do, too, yeah. Think, so. It sucks. Oh, wow. I only ever I don't played Sid two, now. so I did. The only one I know. <laughs> I need to. I, I made it all the way up to nineteen hundred. I have Civ, whatever now, like Civ six or something. They're on six. Yeah, yeah, on my Switch. I just haven't really played it. Yeah, I need so, to I need to get six and like find uh you know a weekend to throw away <laughs> on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say the Reddit community has a good time with Civ Six. Yeah, they and make lots of fun sh- memes and shit about it. I need to like like there's you know that and I need to all the people that I used to play with are like errants. So yeah. you know it's <laughs> it's very difficult to to do a multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Just abandon your kids for the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's all you gotta do. You know, sometimes you can do that. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's okay, right? Right. <laughs> it can be worked out, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other Chris, what else is good? Oh, man. So, I, I've been, like, just on the hype brain for uh, the new... Le Seraphim EP that's coming out. Oh, mm-hmm. K-pop girl group Le Seraphim. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember from that channel we were watching. So yeah, so yeah. interesting thing about Le Seraphim, I guess. Um, like, 
so the way that they're styled is usually like uh, it it can be very glamorous but it's usually mixed in with something that's got a little bit of a harder edge to it right right Mm -hmm. um they're usually shown like they can be shown like made up and like very pretty but they can also be shown with like very sort of bare makeup basic Mm -hmm. makeup and Mm -hmm. uh like uh scars scratches bruises and cuts you know Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, they'll be shown wearing like boxing gloves or like workout clothes or like that kind of thing right um their their name is an anagram of i'm fearless um and their logo is kind of having to do with uh rearranging the letters if you ever look at it carefully it's like showing you the the arrangement of anyway <laughs> uh like and and if you remember or maybe you don't but uh korean culture is still pretty conservative especially yeah. in yeah, terms of I like how they that. treat women right yeah. um like Le Seraphim, uh, some of the things that they did were deemed, like, too sexy in the beginning. Like, yeah. some of their dance moves they weren't allowed to do on television. Hmm. Um, uh, just because they're too lascivious. Uh, mm-hmm. People didn't yeah. like them. Um, but, you know, it's it's part of their thing, I guess, to be these sort of uh, young, liberated, confident women. Right. And... Uh, their their new EP that's coming out is called Unforgiven, mm-hmm. and there's a trailer for it on YouTube. I highly recommend everyone watch it because it's like full of symbolism, full of imagery. Yeah, uh, and like uh, it's it's sort of a stealth feminist manifesto, in my opinion. Like yeah. most, mm-hmm. like I've shared it with a bunch of people. You know, just because I'm super fucking excited about it, and this is what I do, uh-huh. yeah. And I'm like, like everyone go watch this right now. It's so fucking awesome, and everyone watches it, and they're like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> like no, you're not getting it. Like, like, like no, it's got yes. like Lilith in the Garden of Eden, and it's got like you know, uh, fucking angels with burning wings, and it's got like breaking glass ceilings and shattering mirrors, and like you know, mm-hmm. probably doesn't mean with, anything though. Women, women like supporting each other like uh, light waves in a laser, and like uh-huh. uh, the beginning of a movement, right? Like one of the yeah. most powerful things about it is is the part where one of them like invites you to take part in it. Uh-huh. Like, you know, come with us, come join us in in being free, essentially. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole message of this trailer, and it and it ends with the line like you know, uh, like we don't need to be forgiven, we are unforgiven, right? Like that's a big fucking deal, yeah, yeah. Right? Like like we're gonna do what we want, and there's not shit you can say about it. Like we yeah. don't need to apologize for any of this, yeah. Um, and it's like. Yeah, so I, I, like, share this around to people, and they're like, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody yeah, nobody sees what I'm seeing in it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, but then uh, other stuff about the uh, the album, like, uh, 
their music is always really interesting. Like their production is really great, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, they're really amazing dancers, like really amazing dancers. And uh, but but the thing I think that like really pushed me over the edge in terms of hype is is that the track Unforgiven actually features Nile Rogers. Oh, so uh, that's going to be cool as shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I saw I saw uh, like a, a meeting, I guess, like they had a Zoom call with Le Seraphim and Nile mm-hmm. Rogers where they just met for the first time. Yeah. And, you know, him talking about how like he heard the track, he loved the track. He thought like, this is amazing. It's perfect already. Like, what do oh, I nice. even add to this? Yeah. Right. And then, but he like did his thing and then he talked about how you know, every every time they, you know, every time he plays on a track, every time his band does something, basically, like, they end up adding that track somehow to their live set list. Oh. So, like, yeah. he's talking about, like, his band doing a live version of it on instruments the same way that they do tracks that he played for, like, you know, Duran Duran and Madonna yeah. and Beyonce. Right. And, like, so La Seraphim is kind of, freaking out that they're on like this <laughs> yeah. list with all of these other people yeah especially that's good, beyonce that's good right? fucking company yeah <laughs> and then uh and then uh just kind of casually mentions like and you know it would be cool to like do this together at some point ah. mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. both of them on stage at once i think that would be kind of like ridiculous and messed yeah. up yeah yeah uh, so yeah, I'm I'm hyped for this. That's my other thing, uh, and yeah, nice, cool, yeah, very nice. Uh, when does the actual EP come out? Uh, early May. Uh, it might uh, be May first. So not in time for this episode. By the time this airs, it'll be out. It it'll it's very <laughs> soon, either like next week or the week after. But yeah, by yeah. the time this comes out, it'll be out. Okay. Uh, you'll be able to go listen to it. And you'll be like, oh man. Yeah, and cool. you'll be like, Nile fucking Rogers. Oh my god. <laughs> there oh he is. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, well, I've got a couple of couple of things to mention. So like, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had some friends in town. And they were like, Travis, you like haven't seen anything. Like, you need to catch up on a lot of fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> so one when of the things I was... <laughs> catching up on was arcane oh on that's a really good show oh my god it's really good it's really good like my experience with league of legends i played it one time yep and lost even yep. with people like holding my hand like and it was a land party so yeah <laughs> i uh yeah i didn't i don't like league of legends at all like it's not yeah. fun i don't like it <laughs> but this show about league of legends is like fucking awesome yeah like the animation okay. is great and, like, I actually kind of care about the characters in it. Like, uh-huh. that's weird. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it Talk was... about, like, complex characters, too. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it was kind of funny uh, watching it the same weekend we watched the Super Mario movie. I'm like, well, these are two directions you can go, I guess, with video yeah. game adaptations. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We're literally going to show you the game, or we're just going to take the characters and make something interesting out of it. So. Yeah. And... <laughs> It was funny, though, because uh, my kids heard me watching it 
on the episode that Imagine Dragons was on when they're doing a live performance of the theme song. And they all came in for like, what is going on? Why are you listening? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> so Imagine Dragons brought them in to watch it. But yeah, it's really that's, cool. That's cool. Really good. I, I assume they're going to do more. I hope they're going to do more. Yeah, I mm-hmm. hope so. Yeah. The world is so cool, man. And, yeah. and like I said, I love those characters, the sisters. Like, yeah. Um, like, dude, like, yeah, seeing all the all the shit that happened to them in childhood, like, was fucking traumatic to me. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. like Jesus, like, no wonder. Yeah, well, and again, something I never would have guessed, because I guess this is kind of like, you know, a FromSoft type of level of lore you have to get into, because, like, in the game, you're like, well, go take down that tower. Yeah. Hope your alt is ready. I'm like, I had no idea how these characters knew each other or whatever, so. Yeah. Building out this backstory was really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's the same kind of deal as, like, a Street Fighter or something, right? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, they all have a backstory, they all have a thing. The thing but you got to do that homework on your own. The thing that's weird about League of Legends is is that like there's not, I don't think, like a consistent world or anything that all of yeah. these characters are from. Right. So it 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 really is like it, a mishmash, a hodgepodge of like all these different things. And right. I I had the same experience with League of Legends as you. Like I I played one game because <laughs> I had a friend who worked at riot games at the time oh man and he was he was like you should play this game with me and Uh so i did and i sucked at it Uh uh-huh and like nobody nobody explained to me like really the the way to actually (laughs) play because of the mechanics and everything so i was playing in the most naive way possible right Mm -hmm. um and it sucks if you do that it really does like and it's like, like the only game I know of that you the only way to play it is wrong. Like people are gonna right. yell at you no matter what you do. Yeah, yeah. Like why would you ever go bottom lane? Like I, what's the diff? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, you're jungling now. Like you're gonna jungle right now. Like what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, but Arcane is cool. You yes, should watch Arcane. Arcane is great. Yeah, everyone should see it. Agree. Um. The other thing I've been doing a lot of is uh, GeoGuessr. Oh, okay. Which, if you don't know this, it's a it's an online game that you can play for free. And basically, the idea is they pick a random spot on Earth and drop you into a Google Street view of it, mm-hmm. and you got to put a pin on the map where you are. Yeah, that's like the basic version of the game. So, huh? It's really, really kind of interesting because you know. The only thing you can really do to guess is be like, well, like, what is the, what do the buildings look like? Is this in kilometers? Like, do yeah. I recognize any of these street signs? Like, yeah. And you and, know, yeah. Go ahead. In the version, in the version that I played, you could walk too. Like, you could yes. move down the road, and that helps. Yeah. Like, that's one of the options you can click off is whether you can look around or whether you can move. Yeah. Um. So that's like the most challenging version is it just picks a place and you have to guess and the closer you are to it the more points you get. Uh-huh. So, if you're within Sounds like a couple hundred miles, you're not going to get many points, but if right. you're you know, 100 feet away, you're going to get maximum points or something like that. Um, you can also change the settings so it's like you only have to guess the right country, which yeah. is way easier yeah. sort of. Yeah. <laughs> so, sort yeah. of easier. Can be. Or, you know, um they have specific maps where it's just the U.S. state. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the general gameplay is the same, and the thing you learn pretty quickly is there's a lot of fucking empty space on Earth. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Even yeah. the United States one. Mm-hmm. I just get dropped into, like, you know, it's a two-lane highway, yep. and there are grass, and there are trees. Yep. And if you click for about five minutes, you might see a driveway. Yep. And you better hope it's in <laughs> Texas, because then they'll have the flag in the front yard, but... <laughs> but, but not yeah it got to the point where like if i was in a desert highway i'm like mm-hmm. i'm gonna guess arizona or new mexico and i'm not either i'm right or i start over like yeah right not do not doing it but <laughs> they have other other stuff too that's you know a little easier and more fast-paced like uh landmarks or state or country capitals yeah which makes it a little easier so but it's really fun Sounds like it. The only downside if the, is you use the free version is you can only play in five-minute bursts. Mm. And, you know, that could take your whole time if you're going to have to click through a bunch of farmland yeah. to find a sign that tells you which random uh, city in, uh, like, the Ukraine you are. So Right. But uh, I've been bummed out, though, because every time I'm in, like, an African country, like, out in the bush. Yeah. I'll click for a little bit. If I don't see anything, I'm like, Zambia. And so far, it's never been Zambia. It's always been Botswana. <laughs> like, we need to talk to That's these people. Like, we, I know. We need Zambia. More Zambian representation, please. Yeah. We need our friend, our one, our listener represented. <laughs> yep. They deserve better. All right? We need to get one of those street view cars into Zambia. Yeah. Yeah. They, Something. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really fun. And it's GeoGuessr, but... There's no second E on Guesser. It's like Guessr. If you're gonna go look it up, but yes, yeah, Guesser. Okay, yes, yeah. yeah. And then the last couple of days, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster. Yeah, how's that? Uh, I'm liking it. Yeah, I realized that the auto battle does have like a fast forward mechanic built into it, mm-hmm. so it's not like three times speed, and like you can't always use it, but yeah, it makes grinding a lot better. That's good. And uh, another thing that I played the shit of as a kid and didn't realize that any of the mechanics behind it, like, I didn't realize how broken, like, Sabin is as a character. Yeah. Like, if you up his magic, all his blitzes are, like, fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Which, I guess, sort of makes sense, but I always would make him, like, a fighter character. Yeah. Apparently that's, like, nerfing him, so. <laughs> the Figaro brothers, like, are... Like, you would just win the game. Yeah. Tools and blitzes. Just, like, magic for free. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But it's... The the one complaint I've got, and it's a stupid one, is... They retranslated it, so it's, like, a better translation of the original. original. So it got rid of some of the fun lines? Well, no. The thing is that uh, they retranslated the opera house scene. Uh Uh-huh. And you have to know the lyrics is part of the prompts. And so I panicked when I'm like, shit, I only old the, know the old lyrics. What, oh. do you do? what are the right lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to relearn that part. Yeah. And there was like a quick time scene to pick up the flowers. I'm like, uh. So I had to do it twice. But <laughs> Yeah. Well, other than that, it's really great. The music updates have been really cool. Like orchestrated music and the... The approach they have to updating the graphics, I think, is good. Because it looks how you remember it looking, instead of how it actually used to look. Yeah. 
you know? <laughs> That's <laughs> so, pretty funny. It's nice. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. So I just I just got to the world of ruin last night. Mm-hmm. Then I have to go get my team back. Anyway. Yeah. That's all the news that I've got, so I'm going to hit stop. Alrighty. Alrighty. Boom. Until next time. Boom. Okay, that was our session for today. Reminder for homework if you want to read along. First assignment is to read the first nine chapters. And I don't know, I felt like they went down pretty easy. Instead of the standard on second thought section today, let me do the other version of OST, where I soapbox at you for just a minute. Considering the general trend that seems to be out there these days, where a person dismisses ideas they don't like by labeling them as communism or socialism or literally Nazi Germany, uh, for example, these people are being punished for trying to overturn an election. That's communism. And considering that the topic of fascism is going to come up in this book a lot, let's make sure we're all working with the same definition. And credit to Merriam-Webster's dictionary here. Fascism. Noun. A political philosophy, movement, or regime that exalts nation, and often race, above the individual, and that stands for a centralized, autocratic government headed by a dictatorial leader, severe economic and social regimentation, and forcible suppression of opposition. And if I can editorialize just a bit here, friendly reminder, dictators are bad. Okay, good. Hopefully we're all in agreement now and there won't be much confusion going forward. Today's episode is being cross-promoted with sweet-ass Happy Meal action figures of Chris Chris Ham, Chris Other Chris Jacobson. It was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by no one in particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading. Established who it was. Yes. So <laughs> also, anyway. that guy like faked uh, being in a wheelchair to get good seats at a basketball game one time. <laughs> so he's you like know. an interesting person. He's also he's also you know I I don't I don't know how much detail again we want to include, but like he was. A oh wait, clap again! I'll edit this out. Too. Oh my god! <laughs> clap again. Okay. Yeah. He was he was a dude who ran a fireworks stand in the summer. You know, uh-huh. like ah. So he's. He's he's a weird guy, right? But yeah, yeah. like he's 